Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Prophet is Dawn here, and I am the senior pastor of Life Path Apostolic Agape House of Prayer, and I bring you greetings from on high. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adores him. What a mighty, mighty God we serve. Lord God, we thank and praise you for another opportunity to come before your throne today, to come into your presence, Lord God. We thank you for being with us as we continue along through this 21 days of prayer, fasting, and supplication. We invite you to enter in. Father God, we desire to do your will, to let your will be done in each and every one of our lives, Lord God, to do what you have called us to do and to set a great expectation of your will to be made manifest here in the earth. Amen. All right. So we are day three, day three A prayer and fasting, prayer and fasting. And our day three focus, our focus today is worship with a whole heart. Worship with a whole heart. I want you to read Jeremiah 32, Jeremiah 32. And I want you to pay special attention to, uh, to the fact that Jeremiah had to buy a field as an act of faith. Ask God to reveal any act of faith that he would have you to do in this time of your life. Walk by faith and not by sight. And then answer the question of your life, is there anything too hard for God? Is there anything too hard for God? We're standing on his word in Psalms 111 uh, and 1 and Psalms 27 and 8. The word of God says in Psalms 111 and 1, Praise the Lord. I will extol the Lord with all my heart in his counsel of the upright and in the assembly. In Psalm 27 and 8, the word of God says, My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Our focus today on day three is worship with a whole heart. (laughs) In God, we find our identity. We find our identity. A lot of us suffering from an identity crisis. We just don't know who we are. And we really don't understand whose we are. But in God, we find our identity. We seek God. And we find that God is already here as we are seeking him. He's seeking us. It used to be this song we would listen to uh, after service when we were going over to Greater Harvest and we would listen to uh, this song. I got to find that CD. And he say, I'm chasing after you. No matter what I have to do, I need you more and more. I got to find that more and more. We, I love that song. But anyway, we got the chase after him. But know that he's pursuing us. Amen. So what gives us uh, uh, or gives our worship meaning It's so much more than what we can do or what we can say. 
It's the God that we serve. That's the substance of our of our worship, the meaning of our worship, just basking in his presence. And understanding that the reason that we are is that God allowed us to exist for his glory. God is the author and finisher of our faith. He is the giver of our very breath, the breath that we breathe. He is the reason that we continue being. So this is why we want to worship him with the whole heart. This is the reason that we worship. We worship God with our entire heart. We come to worship God because of who he is. He's the one and only true God. We bring him praise because of his holiness. He's gracious gracious to us. And if he don't do nothing else, he's already done enough. He's done enough for us to thank him and praise him all the days of our lives and beyond. If we had 10,000 tongues, we couldn't praise him enough. So we worship him. We must bring our lives as a sacrifice to glory to God. Allowing him to be our Lord and our Savior and our God over our lives. Worship, true worship. Oftentimes we say that the highest praise is hallelujah, but hallelujah is not the highest praise It is the obedience to walking in the will of God. That is the highest praise that leads us into worship, honoring him, acknowledging him as King of kings and, and Lord of lords. Our focus today is worshiping him with our whole heart. Knowing that without God, we are nothing but through him, we can do all things. Our life should be a reflection of the worship that we have for him and walking upright in obedience to his his word and to his way. Not being ashamed to declare our love and adoration for God before others. We are his and he is ours. We belong to him and he belongs to us and we acknowledge God and we allow him to take possession over us in our lives in every aspect and area of our being. We desire that our worship pleases him. We've lost in the body of Christ the the essence of true worship. Worship has become the the, the worship singer's uh, ability to hit key notes. Worship has become our favorite uh, a gospel artist hitting uh, 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 that that right spot almost like, you know, we, we, we treat worship the same way we treat intimacy with our physical partner. We got to set the mood. We got to turn, turn the music on and, and get it right, you know, so that we can get in the mood. No, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. I don't need no music. It's good to set the atmosphere, but when I tell you that my worship is contingent upon my relationship with God. And hear me, hear me. 
with the spirit of discernment, understanding what I'm saying. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with setting the atmosphere with song and with praise. I'm saying anything that distracts or detracts your attention from the source of your worship, cut it out. If you can't worship God uh, uh, to uh, um, <laughs> uh, Karen Clark, I love Karen. I love Karen Clark. If you can't worship God to a Karen Clark worship song without focusing on Karen Clark songs, cut her off. It's a, it's a distraction. I'm telling you, this is why we're so bound now. Cut it off. And you may not be able to hit them notes, but you know the words. And if you don't know the words, go to lyrics.com or wherever. Or type in a song and put in, I need the lyrics. And it's better for you to sing it yourself than to uh, have them playing. And and, and 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 it's full of flesh. I'm telling you, God is taking us back to holiness. He's taking us back. True intimacy. Worshiping him with a whole heart, with our entire being, our hearts, our souls, and our spirit. May heaven and earth declare God's glory. And as heaven and earth declares the glory of God, so shall we. We acknowledge that all creation submits to God. And in that, our lives surrender to him. We must be willing to do his will. And to come into his presence with an expectation of change. To be changed. Come on now. We know the difference. We, we've, we've turned away from our relationship with God. We turned away from our, our worship. It just became a, a, a part of a, 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 a tradition, a part of protocol for the order of service in the church. God desires true worship, that we worship him with a pure heart, that we worship him in spirit and in truth, that we worship him. I'm telling you. Those who God has called the remnant within the remnant, you're going to see some changes. You're going to see some shifts. There are going to be some, some, some preachers, some pastors that are going to be in love with their people so much that they take their responsibility as the shepherd seriously. And some of them not even going to have uh, praise and worship leaders, singers, or anybody else up there leading God's people falsely, creating false converts because they ain't living right. And I'm not talking about a religious spirit. I'm talking about, listen, if you are a blatant and, and contrary to the will of God, we get scared to speak up. If you stand up for something, stand on it. And it's very clear. If you are standing on the principles of God and you know your life ain't lining up, sit down. You, you don't need to minister to God's people. And, and, and praise and worship is ministering. 
And we get false converts because people get caught up in emotionalism. I thank God for uh, the Motown era and what he allowed us to experience and how, uh, you know, we, we were entertained by those voices. A lot of them were, were clearly, clearly anointed. I'm not talking about the ones who were promoting sex and booze and all of that stuff, but genuine love and, 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 and affection and, and goodness and, and compassion in the earth, you know, th- them the ones. Some of them had gifts without repentance, but other ones, they were anointed. But the point that I'm making is that God wants us to get back to true worship. <laughs> And don't allow the little gift he gave us through Motown to be a double-edged sword. Because that, I'm, I'm telling you, a lot of, when you listen to those songs, a lot of emotionalism, a lot of feelings and, and, and things, we, we, we feel those songs. R&B, you know, something, we just feel it. We didn't get so caught up in that. We come into the church and we just got to feel something. But in these singers in a place that they ought not be. They're not the source of our worship. God is the only source, his goodness and greatness. I'm not going to go on a tangent because I got an assignment. But God is looking for true worshipers. So day three of our fasting, we want to focus on Worshiping God with a true and a whole heart. All right. I want you to reflect on how has God, how has his presence changed your life? And also because everything that we do can be an act of worship. How does this affect your view and more so your attitude about common everyday tasks. (laughs) Oh, glory. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. If everything we do can be an opportunity to worship God, how do you reflect on that? My God. Worship Him and how we entreat others. Worship Him and how we best represent Him throughout the day. Worship God in everything that we do. Mm. My God. What a mighty God we serve. Now let us go before his throne. Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you for day three of our fast. God, we ask that you will show up and show out. That you will have your way. Help us to get on track. Help us, Lord God, to develop a lifestyle of worship. Worship will keep us out of trouble. It will keep us out of sin. I'm telling you, if we get into your presence, we have an encounter with you regularly, daily. It'll intensify the clarity and the voice of the Holy Spirit on the inside that causes us to want to live right, walk right, talk right, and do right according to your will, your purpose, and your plan. 
Father God, we humbly and confidently come to you and we come into your presence, Lord God. And we acknowledge that we're relying on the promise of Christ, providing us a relationship with you as our heavenly father. Bring us, Lord God, into your presence. Lead us more fully into your will so that every day of our life will be worship, offering ourselves as a living sacrifice to bring you glory. Help us to get it. Help us to get it so that every area, every aspect, every element of our lives brings you worship. That it becomes an act of worship towards you. Father God, now we seal this prayer today through our faith and we ask, Lord Jesus, that you will dispatch your angels to do that which you have commissioned them to do in each and every one of our lives. Father, we ask for immediate manifestation of your glory over this prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen and amen.